Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Ernie C, the Gap Chief Genius. I just wanted to welcome you to a very special episode, episode 67 of the... Shoot that shit. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Chief Genius. I am your host, founder, creator, all that good stuff of the Shooting the Shit podcast. Welcome back, y'all. This is going to be episode 67. And with episode 67, we have a lot going on, man. I got a lot on my mind. A little heavy at the heart, but, you know, we got a lot of things that are great going on. I just want to say rest in peace, Larry King. Rest in peace, Hank Aaron. That's going to be a big topic on our podcast today. But before we get to that, I want to give a big shout out to everybody because you guys really came out to support what we had going on with my guy Sonny Rose on episode 66. I want to give a big shout out to my guy Sal for being a guest on the podcast. We had a great conversation, man. It was about two and a half hours. I promise you, it could have went three, four. We didn't even really touch the surface on so many uh, um, topics, so many ideas, so many memories that we had and our opinions on hip hop and just opinions on life and crazy journey that we've been on so i you guys got a glimpse of that with my guy sunny on episode 66 i would most definitely have sunny back we're gonna have him back one day one day down the road we shall meet again with mr sunny rose and i want to give a big shout out to our sponsor for that podcast american income life when we get podcast sponsors y'all man you guys have no idea my heart just feels with a lot of gratitude a lot of joy a lot of humbleness and a lot of hunger and it really just man it motivates me to knock knock these pods these podcasts out it really motivates me to stay hungry it motivates me to um to keep giving back and the way you guys could give back to this podcast remember follow us on the sts podcast 661 that's gonna be on instagram twitter make sure you follow us we got a lot of um you know got some exclusives on there got some bonus content got some just you know we're gonna put snippets on the podcast we try to do a little bit more to incorporate the the social media and of course returning listeners man thank you Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for giving me your time. I know we only have 24 hours in a day. And for you to share a couple hours of your week with me, really appreciative of that. And new listeners, welcome to the show, y'all. This show right here, you guys need to follow on the Apple Podcasts, Google um, Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, wherever you can find your favorite podcast. Make sure you look up the STS podcast, and we might be your second, first favorite. That's just the goal. The goal right now is to keep spreading out this 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 new year. We got a lot of things going on. We're gonna call this episode timing, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit. Again, can't really express the gratitude that I have for everybody. You know, we're making some crazy moves here with the podcast. We're trying to take it to the next level for you guys. I think that you guys will enjoy that. I think I'm capable of that. I think we can really make moves to stand out and just to, you know, continue to grow what we've built here with the podcast. The podcast is a very, very special place in my heart. Just like you guys, we all got 24 hours of the day. So what I really want to do is crucial because I'm not wasting time. I want to make sure everything has an end game. There is a goal to at the end of the tunnel. We have a light there. So it's been really, um, really special, man. You guys need some STS merchandise. We have hoodies, shirts. Come 
DM me. If I'm not hard to find. Let me know. I got some beanies, um, some EC3 beanies that we're just wouldn't get today. Hoodies, shirts, uh, whatever you need, y'all. I got you guys. You guys need a great um, DJ for your events. I'm gonna shoot the cheap plug and make sure you contact DJ EC3. Guarantee to make your event memorable and affordable. We're really banking on that. It's been really great with the with the business with everything we got going on. It's been really successful. That's why with this podcast, you know, we get, we're gonna mourn. Um, our childhood heroes, but we're also going to spread that, that, that positivity that we all need right now. It's 2021. We're going to keep growing. We, we had 2020 to really sit back and see what's, see what's important, appreciate the little things and really study what we need to work on when things, things get rolling again. And I really, really, I take a lot of pride in my work. I, I take a lot of pride in my in my joy, my passion. And DJ is that pa- DJing is that passion. So I really hope you guys uh, again reach out to me. Whatever I can help you guys with, the local sponsors. Let me know. I'm gonna try my best to incorporate as many sponsors as we can. It really helps the podcast out, y'all. That's how we're gonna be able to move to the next level. We just gotta keep grinding. It's about just staying consistent. And as always, speaking of consistency. Let the DLC tell you what you need to do. Now do me a favor. favor. Let me in here. All right, y'all. This is the Lend Me Your Ear segment. We're here to shoot the ship this week. Again, we're not here to talk about any specific topic. I have no objective in mind. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm not trying to change your beliefs. I'm just giving you guys my truth and how I feel. And this is this this is the podcast for me just to kind of spill my weekly thoughts. And man, like I said in the beginning of the podcast. Coming up as a kid, love baseball, love the history of baseball, love watching baseball. I kind of, I, I would say my love drifted off a little bit, you know, around maybe, I believe it was that Cardinals and I believe it was the Angels uh, World Series. I remember that was one of the last ones I was really interested in. Um, but before that, man, you know, I used to have these handbooks from the eighties. My dad used to have these handbooks. It was just handbooks full of a little bio, of the player, their stats. And this is every player in major league baseball at the time. And, um, you know, I'm thinking Nolan Ryan, Phil Negro, Joe Negro, uh, Ricky Henderson, Wade Boggs, big Don out of New York, um, Andre Dawson, just thinking of all these, all these Reggie Jackson, Rod Carew, all these players that were standing out to me because they had longevity. They had years on their careers. Those guys are really noticeable. They stand out. It's a pretty big page. It's um, you just know when it's consistency. You know when it's special. Um, so I always had a love for baseball. I always um, you know, respected that American pastime. Um, when I was a kid, you know, I remember reading books, going to the library, picking out Hank Aaron books. Babe Ruth books. I my dad would buy me these um biographies and my and I'll show you guys a picture of them today. Uh, I'll probably get the Hank Aaron one out. Biographies of Mickey Mantle, Jamie Fox, Three Finger Brown, Grover Cleveland, Christy, Christy Matthewson, John McGraw, McGraw, um, Stan Musial, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Harlem Killerbrew, uh, man, there's Walter Johnson, Cy Young. There were so many, you know, these legends in baseball that were cut from a different cloth. Willie Mays, Ted Williams, there's so many we could, you know, I don't want to leave any legend out, especially from those days. That maybe was the golden age of baseball. Willie Mays, McCovey, Pete Rose, Mike Smith, Steve Collerton, again, Norman Ryan, guys like that. 
Chris was so special to the game of baseball. They contributed so much. And I remember reading these articles, and, you know, Hank Aaron just passed away, right? We just found that yesterday. Hank Aaron died at the age of, I believe it was 86 years old. And this is how deep it kind of gets with me, you guys. I remember reading these articles, and I'd never seen the guy play. I only seen this on ESPN Sports Century back in the day. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have anything to go back at convenience to see the past, to get a glimpse in the past whenever we wanted to. We had to watch it on, Sp- on Sports Century. We didn't have a guide button. We just waited. And I remember watching the Sports Century and reading my dad's books and I was just a, trying to be a historian. I had this Cooper's Talents book and, uh, uh, as a kid. And, you know, you just always remember the images of Hank Aaron hitting number 715. You know that, you know, he wasn't, he was taking, people were so hesitant to give him that home run king because in their eyes, Babe Ruth was the king of baseball and forever, for, forever will be. But you see this man, Hank Aaron, this black man named Hank Aaron, and you guys... 22 years I believe and it was a and Hank Aaron was I don't think and I'm looking at his stats right now the man never hit over 50 home runs he was from that special coffer player who took Joe DiMaggio's another name just that they the, the urge the 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 greatness to play the game of baseball an all-around consistent player um some of the you know all-around game and that's why I think you needed back then you had to be an all-around player because you're going to the team was built around you. It was different times. It was it was a beautiful um, a beautiful career. Hank Aaron, just twenty five time All Star, two time Bang Tire, three time Gold Glove winner. He won the fifty seven World Series. Hammering Hank was one of those people. I would look, you know, read these articles and you just see the career, and you felt like you knew all about him. You felt like. You knew his. You knew you could talk about Hank Aaron. You understood the importance. Um, even I don't even know at that time we knew how important he was to the game and you know the next generation that he would aspire. And man, all these memories came up. When I and then I'm you know I'm leading to this because all these memories came back to me yesterday when you know Hank Aaron died and. It really just made me feel kind of old, first of all, and appreciative, too. Like, I remember spending time with my dad talking about Hank Aaron. I love stats. I love, still love stats. I really, um, I love it. And just seeing um, Hank Aaron passing away, you just think of all those memories as a kid, all those articles you read, all that time you spent um, finding your love of baseball. And Hank Aaron was a big part of that, you guys. And baseball's really... I love baseball. I know I don't really watch a lot now, but back then when I was a kid, there wasn't all these, you know, we didn't have podcasts. We didn't have cell phones like the way we have now. They're so advanced. It was sports century. It was books. It was reading. It was getting these baseball um, encyclopedias and just seeing, just reading stats all day, just reading, you know, thoughts on the season. That's all we really had. And it just felt like a part of my childhood just flashed in, in front of my eyes. And, man, I got a little emotional. You know, a little bit. Shed a few tears just because that's how much hammering Hank meant to my love of baseball. And it's so crazy. I was, you know, I was talking about my guy Donuts. It's so crazy how an athlete 
that I'd never seen played before. Just had, you know, like I said, we had the TV, we had the articles and the papers and the magazines. Just the impact it, it on my life. And just to take you back to that childhood, to take you back in those moments. It was like, I haven't thought about those moments in so long. And I just started thinking about them because of Hank Aaron. Like, I remember everything I would read about this man. And such class, such dignity, such a pioneer, and just not just baseball, but in life, especially for that, the life, you know, when segregation was beginning this, in this country, you know, that we, we started integrating our our human brothers. We started integrating our American people. It was, you know, I think back then, just that, that, that barrier, white and black, you know, it was, a, in their eyes, we're fucking crossing lines that we should never cross when we have them in when we have our children integrate and just at that time you know Hank Aaron was an inspiration just the way he handled so many situations and you know you see that he you know he was born in the south and he, he, that and I can't even can't even fathom what life was for you know for black people in the south at, at, during those times you know like the 30s the 40s 50s 60s that was you know that was the height of this Jim Crow era that was a dark era in our country and you know Hank Aaron was a part of that Hank Aaron was one of the icons and he is because and I, you and this is before if Hank Aaron was not he didn't pass away he will still get this recognition the man's a top five top seven player of all time this is all time Ty Cobb Ted Williams uh Willie Mays doesn't matter the color anybody's skin Ken Griffey like he's a top seven player no matter any way you look at it just the you know again he didn't hit over 50 home runs he was the model of consistency not just in baseball but in life and it again man just it's crazy how an athlete can make you just go back into your childhood just remember those feelings as a kid just being so excited to learn about the game and just seeing Hank Aaron hit that 715th home run and he's rounding the bases you see two white guys coming just showing like we don't give a fuck about his color we care about the accomplishment his contribution to the game and I'm so glad that you know it's sad that he's gone but he's getting that recognition just for this new generation for the kids now who love playing baseball the ones who pay attention more than I do now because I don't watch it um I'm aware of who's playing. I know the stars. I, I read it a lot, but I don't watch nine innings of baseball. I don't, honestly, who has the time to watch three hours of baseball, four hours of baseball? Uh, but it's it was sad, man. Yesterday was a really sad day for me. And my like my pops, I know he was feeling it because I just, he taught me just so much about baseball. He exposed me to it. I just went so deep with that stat dive. I just went. I always was trying to get more knowledge. I was reading these books, and I can't wait to show you guys what we were talking about when, um, you know about these books I was reading as a kid. They're the, the beautiful books. I'll, I'll cherish them forever. We never, we know we don't throw things away like that. Me, and my dad, and my nana too. The Contreras family loves to hoard our very uh, sentimental value possessions. And man, Hank Aaron, rest in peace, Hammer and Hank, the home run king. Thank you for taking me back to my childhood yesterday, man. It was really something I needed to feel. And, you know, let me tell you guys something, too, y'all. I know a lot of people say, oh, 2020, we're going to leave it behind. Let's make 2021, you know, 2021 is looking like 2020 already. No. You know what 2021 is looking like? Life. This is just life right now, y'all. Death is gonna impact us no matter what. Death don't give a fuck about a year. Death don't be. Death doesn't contain himself within this three hundred and sixty feet 
365 days that we we that we revolve around the the sun. This is man-made stuff. A year is a man-made thing. Just to it's the measurement of time. That don't matter in the long run. Death is still gonna follow. Death is still gonna come. Tragedy is gonna strike. You know, I'm glad Hank Aaron was. I'm glad Hank Aaron was 86 years old. I'm glad, you know, he had a long life. But it still, it hurts to see, you know, he's gone. A part of my childhood's gone. A part of baseball history is gone. It's a big chunk of baseball history there. And another thing I remember, I believe, I'm not, I, and I believe Hank Aaron's born a couple days after me. And I believe he, I believe him and Babe Ruth might even have the same birthday. I'm not 100% sure, but I know it was within that, um, the same range because, or the same date range. Because I remember celebrating, like, oh man, my birthday's right next to Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron. And yeah, February 6th is Babe Ruth's birthday. February 5th is Hank Aaron's birthday. And I was born on February 3rd. So I remember as a kid, I always like, oh man, it's my birthday. That's fucking Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron's birthday. Always as a kid saying that. So really, really sad to hear the news. One of my favorite baseball players ever. I never even get to see him walk to the plate. <laughs> and man, you know, he's. Just the impact, man. Just can't even. It can't. This podcast. It can't even be the place where we talk about his impact on the game. And again, it was just sad yesterday. Just had a heavy heart. And you know, I woke up this morning, man. And you know, I do a lot of interviews with our guest. And this isn't something you just walk into. You know, this isn't something you just say, "Hey, one day I want to fucking start interviewing people. I want to start uh, just asking questions and start just start doing what I got to do to make sure." Uh, you know, we get it done, and it's a, it's, it's, a, it's easy. It's fucking a walk in the park. It's not. And growing up, we all seen Larry King interview Brando. I remember Chris Jericho, and when um, you know, he had the Chris Wall incident. Puffy, Larry King interview. You could name them all, Carson. Larry King interviewed almost every celebrity that mattered, that was relevant at the time. Um, back then, you know, I think, and same thing with Hank Aaron, there is this this aura still around them. I know Larry probably discovered that late in life with the social media, but we still had an aura around these celebrities. We didn't really get a dive into their real life and to who they really were behind the scene. And with these Larry, you know, these Larry King interviews, it was um you we got a glimpse we were able to see behind the curtain we were able to kind of see that mystique that you know that aura around these celebrities and Larry King was a master at the interview and this someone who's always loved watching Larry King watching um him conduct interviews you know with political leaders with celebrities that's something you know you always especially in this field you gotta pay attention to that larry king is you know you study that he he took the art of the interview to a whole new level and i remember a couple years ago his kid his children someone i think two of his kids passed away can't i have to look that up don't quote me and the only way he said he could cope was to continue to work, even after he retired from CNN and a lot of good stuff. You uh, and he continued to work even after you know CNN. He had so many, um, so many interviews, 
I know. I remember one with Trump. Like I said, Chris Jericho. He had several with a lot of wrestlers that I really um, looked up to. A lot of celebrities that we all looked up to. Just the who was who. If you you didn't, you can't say you made it in the industry without um, without going on Larry King, without making that appearance for him to pick your brain. And again, that's my childhood. And like everybody else, this is our childhood and. It's so it's it's sad, you know. He died of COVID today, and just seeing him throughout the years of my life, and just someone who really appreciates the art of the interview. You always look at that, you know. He was always the same, Larry. He wasn't he same tone, same composure, same um, stature, same. Same approach to every interview. He didn't. He never changed it up. You look at one any Larry King interview. He's he's um he's locked in. He it's all eyes on the interviewee. It's 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 an art. And sorry, my my headphones went out. Sorry about that. Just that is how you do it. That's the art. Anybody who loves this podcast and stuff, who wants to continue to do interviews, who want to have guests on the podcast, look at what Larry King does. And this, again, this isn't because he died. This is just facts. He's The man is the art of the interview. And, again, just emotional, man. You just see all, you just remember all these interviews of Larry King as a kid. You just, I don't know about you guys, but... I was interested. I'm a, you know, I love history. I love learning. I love, I love to explore, you know, you know, background information on stuff. And when you had, when he, he had so many guests, man, I remember, uh, man, he had Michelle Obama on there. I remember Regis was on. I remember, I, I don't know why I remember Marlon Brando. That was when I remember, I wasn't even alive. I remember watching on YouTube all the time, the interview with Marlon Brando. Um, who is who? As uh, again in the celebrity world, I remember watching this Larry King interview and Brando. I believe he said I forgot the actress. There was an actress I forgot her name. I'm so sorry. It was one of these, you know, this in the 20s, 30s superstar actress. Just a man, amazing, beautiful woman. But I believe he said Frank Sinatra was one of the guests that he wanted. And it's crazy. Imagine being on Larry King's guest list. Like, yo, I want to interview you. My my career is not complete if uh, I I can't interview you. Uh, it's just amazing, man. This the man has so many guests, so many famous guests, prestigious guests, and huh, you know it's it's sad to see them go apart. You know, just again that that legacy, that history, that. That mark he made on his on his industry, uh, it's ridiculous. I'm looking right now. I think he did over six. They say he did over sixty thousand interviews. It's amazing, man. Trump, Mary Tyler, Rosa Parks, Tina Turner. Good God, every and you just remember what man Larry King Live was definitely a much watch, watch in the household, especially at my grandparents' house. Just special, man. Just a little old, you know, just a little man just doing his thing every day. Consistency. Another model of consistency is Larry King. And Larry's going to be missed for sure. And, you know, I think people just need to, you know, again, and I'm sure with baseball players, they feel the same way. We got to continue to 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 uh, continue to remember that legacy, but pass it on and just keep that just keep that 
somehow in the art of it just remember who who set that standard who set that bar and it's in this field like i said larry king set that field he set that bar and you if you're doing this if you're doing podcasting you should definitely look at larry king as an interviewer look at that again look at the way he conducted himself he's locked in on his interviewee he's not He's down on his cell phone. He's not wandering. He's locked in, looking in the eye, asking the hard questions, asking the you know the questions about what everybody wants to know. Life wants to know about you know whatever situation they had. They just he, and he wasn't like he was judging you. It just he just wanted the facts, and he he was the best at doing that. Just a icon, legend, just crazy. Can't even. I can't even. Again, no other words. There's no words to describe, you know, what he did for the broadcasting and interview field. As a, uh, I, will he can he consider a journalist? Just I'll say he broadcast. I'll say he's a broadcaster. Just what he contributed to the the broadcasting field. And it's it's sad, man. It makes me again my childhood right there, and it's it's gone. And when I seen that this morning, just like man, and you seen his story, you know, after even after he retired from doing his uh, CNN show. He was still doing interviews, you know, and I'm just, I just remember vividly when his kids passed away and at the police, I don't know what the circumstance was. I don't know if they died together, if they died a couple of days apart, but he just did an interview like it was the worst time of his life, but he kept pushing because the only way he could cope with it was going to work. People depended on him. He needed to go to work. That's what he wanted to do to get out of this, this dark time in his life. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's. It hurts my heart a little bit. Again, I know Larry lived a long life, but just to see my childhood kind of flash in front of my eyes is a weird, weird thing. And another weird, weird thing, you know, this past was a Wednesday, the 20th. What's today? The third. Man, it's only been three days. Good God. I thought it was longer. The 20th, you know, we had this inauguration every four years. And it was so weird to see the streets empty. It was so easy. It was so hard to see, you know, the president. Not passing a, a crowd of people, you know, with, with American flags, with their kids in their arms, with that pride. They don't, I think with that, with that, they don't really care. You know, they want it. They care about the president, but they want to show their, their, uh, they want to show that they're proud of being American. They want to show that they're proud to be patriotic. They know, they, they understand the, the impact, the significance of the day of January 20th every four years. How special it is to be at an inauguration of the president of the United States. And it was really special to see Joe Biden, Kamala Harris to get uh, sworn in. You know, we had a lot of history. I believe Joe was the oldest president we ever had being sworn in office. I believe uh, Kamala Harris is, you know, not believe she is the first woman president, vice president, the first woman vice president, the first woman, um, the first black woman vice president. And talk about, you know. A prestigious class. When we're talking about vice presidents. Just throughout the years, you see who's held that spot. Over, you know, and it's an honor. It's an honor for um, a minority. It's an honor for a woman to hold that that position. That is that office of vice presidency. I know, and I'm hoping. Like I said, I don't wish bad on any politician because if they fail, we fail. And I appreciate and I'm a part of history. I'm, I'm glad I witnessed history. I'm glad, you know, a part of it, I guess you could say, because that's 
you know, that's what uh, a lot of 83 million people voted for that. So you're part of history, part of putting this woman in this position that no woman's ever, you know, been in. And hopefully she's not the last woman to be in that position of vice president. It's a big deal. It's um, it's amazing what we what could we accomplish when we just, you know, we see that everybody's equal. Everybody doesn't matter their skin, doesn't matter their sex. We all have an equal shot at this, and we should have an equal shot at this, especially in America, the land of opportunity. It's supposed to be the home of the free, or, yeah, home of the free and the brave. And, and, and you know, I think it's just that common cliche, you work hard, you sacrifice, you can stay consistent, and you could accomplish anything that you put your mind to. And that's something, I hope that she does provide that inspiration, that not just little girls, but... Everybody who has a dream, just especially a minority, and it's amazing. It's amazing what's going on right now in the world. We know we're still progressing as a country, no matter what. We we think we may have accomplished it all, but we still got ground to cover. We still got um, regions that we haven't even scratched the surface with. And Joe Biden, you know, becoming the forty sixth president. A lot of people, it's funny, forty six presidents, but forty five people who've been president. People are like, who the fuck? Um, who the fuck is Grover Cleveland? That's so funny to see you guys. Who the hell is Benjamin Harrison? Who the hell are these old white guys? Like, yeah, they were the presidents at one time. And yeah, Woodrow Wilson got the fucking Spanish flu and he had a stroke because of it. So this shit right here we're going through, we've been through this before. It's crazy just to, you know, just to see commentary. Like, who the hell is Grover Cleveland? How the hell did he get two terms? Like, oh no, no, no dude, he uh, lost the second time and then he ran again and won like that's it's okay he didn't you know he didn't surpass the i don't even think he had to i don't even think they had a two-term limit to fdr passed away so it's 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 crazy it, um again i love u.s history i love the U- u.s president history i got jfk right here in my hallway that isn't for his show i love history i love you know just the i love the, the i don't like the business of politics but i love the history of politics i love uh just to see you know, we're part of this and Joe Joe Biden is our president and great speech of unity, you know, in a nation in a nation that's so divided right now. It's so it's so, you know, the motto of my way, the highway. It's you know, you see our side of it. You see our vision. You see our beliefs or fuck yours. It's ours. And that's it. If not, you're a bad person. Fuck you. We don't we want nothing to do with you. You're deleted. You're, deleted, you're blocked. No dialogue. We're not going to find common ground. We're not going to compromise. We're not going to do what made America great and discuss our problems in a fact, in a, you know, in a in a gentleman way. Nothing like that. We're just going to we're just going to keep going um, with our beliefs. Horrible side of politics. It's not like that, y'all. It is right now, but I'm talking about the the history, how it's gonna, how we're going to look back at this moment in 50 years. Uh, another, you know, it's 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 honor to hold the highest duty. The highest office in America, in the world, of the free world. Joe Biden has stepped into that role. And again, we, you know, speaking of how, you know, I guess a guy Price would preach, we must unite. We must have dialogue. We must, I think it's really, really important that we do surround ourselves with people who are not yes men, who, um, people who don't share the same beliefs we do, for we can have that 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 uncomfortable conversation we could have come come to a compromise because there has to be some common ground at the end of the day we are all americans that's what made our country great that's why we had the freedom of speech expression protest religion press that's why number one is so important 
just where we can have that dialogue. We're able to speak how speak on what we believe in. There's nothing wrong with what we believe in, y'all. But how is that going to contribute to our republic? How is that going to contribute to our country? And um, that speech is what we need right now. I hope you guys all paid attention to that. I hope we all don't just take that with a grain of salt. I hope that's something that's embedded in our soul. And again, I know I'm over that man. You're emotional. Yeah, there's some things I really take to heart. I, just, just, I understand the significance of the moment. I understand what's going on, and I'm sure as many millions of people do. I hope everybody who votes understands the moment that we've seen when Joe Biden was putting that hand on his family Bible and taking this oath to protect our Constitution. That's all we got. That's what makes us us. That's the foundation of it all. No matter what anybody says, that's why we're able to practice what we're doing now, just the freedom of the press, freedom of speech, because they what the fuck we want on the STS podcast. We're here to just shoot the shit. Again, I'm not here to change your opinions. Y'all. I'm, not here, I'm not here to change your ideals on life. I'm just here to give you my truth. And again, this is why it's really important that we recognize that everything we do is due to that document that he was swearing an oath, an oath to, swearing an oath to on the Holy Bible. And man, when, when First Lady Dr. Mc, uh, Dr. Biden was looking at Joe when he was saying this, you know, he was swearing in. He's you know when Chief Justice John Roberts was giving him the words to say back on his oath, that sworn oath. The look in her eyes fucked me up. Cause she I compare this to like I compare it to like a you know a parent send, sending their child off to the military. Like you're fucking happy. You're proud of them. They're serving their country. They're doing, you know, the man they're going to leave a legacy. They're doing right by the country. You know, there's that sacrifice, that commitment, that love for country. You're proud of them for that. But in the back of your mind, you're scared as fuck. And that's how I looked at, you know, First Lady Biden. She's looking at Joe and she's proud. You can see it. She's proud of the man. I'm sure he worked all his life to become fucking president. I'm sure he worked fucking all this time, 40 plus years in Congress. This is what the end game was. This is where he wanted to be. And now they're they're living it. And man, it's crazy. That look she gave him, like, man, I'm so proud of you, but I'm scared for you too. The the distress that comes with the job holding this this office. No matter the times, if it was great times right now, if we were all still partying, we have you know we we, we were we weren't we didn't have COVID, we didn't have this big divide in the country. If this was the best of times, it's still a fucking hard job. And she knows that. And I think she was just scared. But she was proud. And just seeing her seeing that. Because she loves the man. That made me shed some tears. Like this is a, this is crazy. You got, you know, you, we don't really put ourselves in their shoes. But what they're about to um, embark on right now is history. The man. The oldest man to ever be sworn in as president of the United States. Of this republic. Of this democracy. And he has a lot going on. It's not just this isn't a regular time in America. This is this is a stressful time. This is a hard time. This is a dark time in our republic. And she knows that. And I hope and I know Joe knows that, too. And it just I hope. And again, this is why, y'all, we don't wish the president to fail, especially in this situation. I didn't want Trump to fail. I don't want Obama to fail. We don't ever want our president to fail because ultimately that means we fail. We're in this together. He does work for us. And I know the system's fucked. That, that, that system of corruption is fucking lingering all over the place. It fucking you can smell it. It fucking leaves a scent. But as, a, as someone who loves and appreciates the U.S. history. 
the way I see it, it was a beautiful moment when she did that, when she had that look. But it's going to be a tough job for President Biden. I hope nothing but success. I hope nothing but health. And we need all the health we could get, y'all. Right now is a trying time. And this man is going to step in and try to try to lead us to light somehow. And I don't know. I don't I, I don't know how he's going to accomplish that. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just like you guys. I don't have the answers to everything. I'm not that smart. I'm just here to watch and just appreciate what's going on. And it was so weird to see after that, you know, this, you know, that's, you know, if you got sworn in, he's not taking that walk on the street like Obama did. He's not, you know, ever take that caravan or that, you know, um, what the hell that, that, that motorcade down the street to see all these, you know, like I said, having these moms with the baby in their arms on American flags. This is a special day in America. And it's just, it, it's, it's crazy times, man. It's so crazy. Um, it's got to be appreciative, man. We got a lot of things going on that are not great in the world. The world's a bad, a dark, evil place. It's a, it's a, it's a contagious place right now, especially with COVID. And we gotta just, we gotta remember that. I think we just definitely gotta keep that in mind. I'm all for Joe Biden being here. I hope he does well. I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. That's really important right now. I think it's um. It's going to be trying times. I don't know when this ends. And now we have these, you know, these COVID vaccinations and we have everybody kind of on the fence about what we're going to do. Are we going to take it? Are we not going to take it? Are we going to be able to, are we going to have to take this to go back to work? And now, you know, people are finally understanding what the emergency distribution plan was with Trump. You know, when we, when we said, fuck the FDA, we're just going to cut the middleman out. We're going to develop the, develop this. We can have some case studies that show that this thing might be over 95%. Let's do it. And the side effects, we don't know yet. We don't understand. It hasn't, you know, it takes time. It does take five years because things take time to develop in our body, especially in our systems right now. In our, in our, in our you know, it's our immune system. Like, we don't know how that's going to affect our body is and you know we hear we hear you know we're hearing death side of we have the side effects of death we have the side effects of bell palsy sterilization you know numbness in the arm uh headaches dizziness which is all i'm sure normal you know this is something new our body's taking in you know trying to build these antibodies but i don't know if people are going to be willing to do that is it going to be eventually herd immunity that we get enough people um hit with the immunization with the vaccine that eventually we do have some herd immunity uh but we don't even know if we can still contact the damn disease with this thing so it's 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 a real scary time for our country scary time for us um for our leaders right now what are they going to do about this great divide in our country it's not just the president that spearheads this shit it's congress and do does congress and i'm not you know we didn't really get to talk about what we had with the coop i know i have mike on uh but man are these politicians understanding now that they could be touched? Like, you guys, if, if there is a crazy-ass mob of people who are not happy with you, no, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but you guys are amongst us. You guys are the people. You guys are human just like us. You guys are American just like us. And at the end of the day, yes, you do work for us. Is this going to be something that's going to continue to happen? How can we prevent this from happening? Where is the dialogue? Where can we come in the middle and make sure everybody's happy? And I don't, again, we're not going to go into these fucking QAnon conspiracies and why people are trying to stay the country from all these fucking devil-worshipping, fucking blood-drinking people. We're not going to go into that. I'm talking about what we really can control right now. And what we really can control is how we treat each other, how we um, motivate each other, how we, you know, we want, we should we all want us to fucking win. When we all fucking win, it's going to be, the morale just goes up, y'all. Be supportive of one another, man. 
so many people I know don't have the views I have. So many people I think are full of shit, but I still respect them. I'm trying to, I try my best to understand their ways. You got to. We're not perfect. It ain't our way. Our shit, none of our shit doesn't stink. We're all flawed in some fucking type of way. We got to stop thinking that just because someone fucks up, that that makes us better than them and we're perfect. No, it's okay to fuck up. That's part of human that's our fucking instinct that's part of our nature but you know what's the best thing about that when we fuck up man if you're smart enough maybe you might learn something from that maybe you might bounce back and be like okay that's not the way to do it let's fucking figure this out trial and error that's the beautiful thing about life especially when you have time and again time is a man-made thing y'all you never know where we're gonna go i don't give a fuck with the 2020 2021 Life is still going to happen. Life is still going to hit us with some fucking nice left hooks in the jaw. But are we going to fucking fall and just come up? Oh, fuck it. It's easy just to lay down here. Or are we going to say, we're going to do the hard thing. We're going to fight through this shit and just keep pushing. Consistency. That's what we're going to, you know, consistency is what Larry King had. Hank Aaron. It's about consistency. It's not about what we could do in a two week. What are we going to do in six months, a year, five years, ten years? We have to stay consistent. This thing just does, does, doesn't, I promise you, this thing caused success. It doesn't land just, it doesn't land in our lap just because we fucking want it to. And luck has a little bit of do with it. Luck has everything. No, it might be everything, but timing too is a big part of that. And that's why I'm trying to get this. You know, I named this podcast timing because a lot of things are happening right now. And I'm not going to put everything out there, especially in my private life. But things just happen when you have this timing. As for me, I could say, you know, as as a you know, you guys listen to the podcast, you guys go back to these previous podcasts, we know what I there's some times I was going through some shit. But I think I had to go through that. I had to go through that. I had to learn because it was building me up for the moment now. Because the timing is just right now. The timing's here. And if you're smart enough and everybody's capable of it, everybody's fucking capable of it, you just gotta think. Time means everything. Luck has a little bit to do with it. But just recognize the time that you have. Right now, I recognize that this is the time to build. This is the time to reinvest. This is the time to be appreciative. And this is the time to really live in the moment. Sometimes I don't live in the fucking moment. I'm just on the go, on the go, on the go. You got to take time to give back. You got to have time to enjoy what you're blessed with. And the last three weeks have been so crazy. And again, not telling personal life, but it's all about timing think I had to learn some lessons as a man in order to be ready for what I'm about to embark on, what I'm about to do. Um, that's not that's podcasting, DJing life, and you know, school. Shout out to everybody. I know everybody started BC this week, right? Everybody from Bakersville College, put your hands in the air. We out here again. Another semester. Let's knock it out, y'all. Consistency, stay ahead of that shit. I know it's rough, but it's gonna be some grind. It's gonna be sometimes we gotta put that phone down for an hour and get the, what's fucking what's let's knock this out. Let's chop this wood. This is just chopping wood. Eventually, that bitch is gonna fall, and that's gonna be because we chopped that wood. It's because of us. We gave. We strike. We struck. Stroke. <laughs> Pause. We did that. So keep grinding, y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. I know schools, and it's hard, right? especially when fuck me. I'm like, damn. I'm adding something else to my plate. But we gotta get it. We gotta get it, and we are gonna get it. Consistency, man. Consistency, consistency, and timing, man. It's a beautiful thing about timing, y'all. I wish I could just really share, but I'm not gonna do that right now. 
again, just some with timing, it just happens when it's supposed to happen. Right now, I'm such in a good place in my life, and I'm blessed, man. I know I'm lucky. There, there isn't a day I don't know this. This could end tomorrow. Like I always say, the the candle doesn't stay lit forever. You gotta be prepared for that motherfucker. That that light to go out, and once it's out, good luck trying to get that spark back. Um, just because you were lucky to even have it on, like it was luck that you just got the candle lit. I don't think sometimes miracles don't hit twice. Sometimes lightning don't strike in the same spot twice. So we just gotta remember that, man. We just gotta remember stay consistent, love people, man. Just continue to do what we gotta do, y'all. We gotta be. It's not. It's so easy. I know it's so easy to do the wrong thing sometimes, and I'm not here to preach to you. I'll tell you, oh yeah, we gotta be fucking. We gotta love everybody, give everybody hugs, kisses, give them bum a dollar. No, just for yourself. Do what you got to do to be the best version of you. Do what you got to do um, and take advantage of your time. And if you look around you and see what's going on, damn, any other time would have been bad. But right now, everything is going in the right direction. This is called timing. This is called luck. This is called the universe guiding you. Open your eyes and see that. Open your eyes and see that this is fucking special. Open your eyes and see that you're lucky. Nothing... You're lucky you could see this because I don't know if the person five years ago could stand the grind. I don't think the five per- the person five years ago was really t- willing to put in the work to make sure everything that we're doing is successful. And I don't know, man. Just that time means everything. And I, uh, I'm just glad I kept this out of my goddamn head because I've been kind of dealing with this all week. Just man been so crazy just with the dj business it's so it's been great it's been awesome but we're taking it to the next level there's things we just have to do wouldn't y'all love a video podcast of the sts podcast a video i guess broadcast of that i would love that i want to take the dj thing to the next level there's more you know i know i'm the music dj i got i got the tunes to rock you we're gonna rock this motherfucker down all night i'll stay the extra hour if you want me to but I want to just grow my production too. And it's going to happen, man. Life is a great thing. Life is, um, you know, especially with 2020 coming around. That, that, that 365 days around the sun really taught us what the fuck's important. What's not important. How, we, how are we going to waste our time? What are we going to spend our time on? And it's valuable, y'all. Time is something that we can never fucking get back. doesn't matter how much we wish, how much we fucking pray. Hey, I wish I could just go back to that moment. There's nothing... There's no rewind. There's no pause. We can't take a day off from life. This is a, da- a daily grind. It's Saturday. I'm fucking up at it's 830 in the fucking morning. I know I have to get this podcast done for y'all, for me, for the brand. This consistency. Again, we're building consistency here. And and the timing's right. The timing's right for everything that we got going on. Everything that you got going on, remember, it's the timing. It's right. Take that advantage of that shit. Take advantage of the of the of the, of the ability to see that. It's a fucking, it's, it's, it's a blessing to see that you know it's timing, it's no, it's your time. Take advantage of it. Everything you worked your ass off for all your life, every fucking L you took, every win you took, every fucking time you said, damn, could I still do this? Can I do this? Every time you doubted yourself and you pushed through that shit. Remember, now is the time. It was fucking timing. You're ready. And don't fucking take that for granted. So many have. Can't. I will, I have at times. I'm not perfect. But you cannot do that. If you want to win, if you want to stay consistent, it's about the fucking win. You got to keep winning. That means you keep learning your L's. Take your L's. That's part of winning. 
You're going to have to fucking build on this, though. You have to take those L's and fucking somehow turn those into a positive and say, we're not doing that ever again. We're not going to act that way. We're not going to react that way. We're not going to approach a problem that way. You guys got to take advantage of the fucking time you have, y'all, because it's not going to be here forever. We may not get to be 86 like fucking Hank Aaron or fucking Larry King, okay? We may not get that opportunity, so make the mark you can now and just live in the moment, y'all. I know we, I'm not talking about, you know, we're going to deal with stupid shit today because fucking I might die tomorrow. Not saying that. No, 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 no. You have a goal in mind. It could be 5, 10, 15 a year down the road. Consistency is going to get you there. Every day is a grind. Every day is a step towards that fucking light. And you're, I'm, I'm in the tunnel right now looking. I'm just getting a glimpse of that motherfucker. Oh, there is a light. Cool. I just to make sure I'm reassuring myself. There is a light. Now I see it. We got a lot of more steps to go. And that's where I'm at right now. We're going to make this motherfucker work. I'm getting to that light. I don't know about y'all, but I'm hungry for this shit. This is hungry for life. I want to knock this school shit out. I want to knock this pie stuff out. I want to knock this business out. We want to open more businesses, y'all. We want to take on more. We want to put more on our fucking plate. It doesn't happen if you're not willing to fucking put the time in. And you got to understand what's going to happen. You can't just say and just figure it out. You can't just say, I'm going to do it. You got to be knowing what it takes to do it. Do your research on your damn life. Can you do this? What do I, what's going to prevent me from accomplishing this? Cut that shit out. That's a negative in your life. Cut that motherfucking thing that might be an obstacle in your fucking way. Cut that thing off that might be an obstacle in your way and get it done. You got to reevaluate yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all do. We're fucking human. Promise you, somebody else is going through that right now. And it just keep grinding, man. Again, it's about the grind. I love the grind. I hope y'all love the grind. I hope you guys enjoyed this little podcast that I had to drop today. Monday couple days from now i think today is saturday monday i'm thinking we'll drop it tuesday i got my guy alvin he's a gamer that's my guy came up together when i was like 19 20 years old this man used to fucking give me rides after work because i didn't have a whip and we used to work at john's curl pizza and now he's doing the gaming thing he's making a mark in the gaming industry and um it's a beautiful thing. I'm really excited for it. Really excited for him to come on the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This is going to be episode, excuse me, this is going to be episode 66. Let me just confirm that. Sometimes I fucking forget what we're on. I am sorry. It's not episode 66. <laughs> this is right here, y'all. This is going to be episode 67. This is called Timing. I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, my name is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. Follow us on STS podcast 661 on twitter and instagram make sure you follow and subscribe on apple podcast google podcast spotify anchor wherever you can find your podcast at make sure you tune into the sts podcast my name is ernie c and we out sorry jay nari